Joe Biden loves flip-flops and Crocs. Well, we aren't talking about his choice of footwear. Let's talk about some of Joe Biden's policy reversals and flat-out lies over the years. So Joe Biden is as much known for his flip-flops on policy as anything else in his over four decades in public office. He's also known for making up stories and just flat-out telling lies. How easily the media forgets that was the biggest thing that caused his bid for the 1988 presidency to flop. His lies have gotten so far out of hand, he can't even remember to tell them the, the same way every time. Or, or it's just that he knows that the media isn't going to cover it, so why bother even trying? So let's start off with some of his biggest flip-flops, and then we'll go to some of his biggest crocs. So let's start out with Joe Biden being asked if China is competition to the United States. May of last year, May of 2019, when asked about if China is competition to us, he would say they can't figure out how to deal with the fact that they even have this great division between the China Sea and the mountains in the east. I mean west. This is a quote. They can't figure out how they're going to deal with the corruption that exists within their system. He said, they're not bad folks, but guess what? They're not competition for us. Then just one month later, June of 2019, he states, we are in competition with China, a serious challenge to us, and in some areas, a real threat. He added, while Trump is attacking our friends, China is pressing its advantage all over the world. So that, that, Flip-flop, that, that, that one only took a month. What about criminal reform? This is, this is probably the longest of his flip-flops because this has been going on for decades. In 1986, he was, I think, a co-sponsor of the Anti-Drug Abuse Act, which required mandatory minimum sentences for drug offenses, and he spearheaded mandatory life sentences for repeat, repeat drug offenses. In 1994, he wrote and supported the Violent Crime and Law Enforcement Act, which created the current mass incarceration system that the U.S. has today. He said on the floor of Congress that penalties needed to be increased. He added 70 enhancements of penalties, which meant longer sentences, and he added over 50 new death penalties. He wanted, his words, he wanted an extra 100,000 cops and 125,000 new prison cells. He wanted more people in jail for longer. No one has done more to put more people in jail for longer than Joe Biden. Now he says, as of this you know, presidential campaign, that not enough is being done to shorten sentences to keep nonviolent offenders out of prison. If he believes our criminal justice system is systematically racist, he should know. He created the system we have today. In 1993, he said it doesn't even matter if the criminal is a victim of society. He said it doesn't matter. They just need to be taken off the street. Now, in 2016, he said for that 1994 bill that he wasn't ashamed of the bill, even though that bill increased the jail population or his, his series of bills that he backed increased the jail population by over 800%. So... Where was the flip-flop? Well, in 2020, when asked because of being pushed on everything that's going on in the black community and the 
you know, the disparity in, in the number of blacks being incarcerated to the number of whites. He said it was all a mistake, that he, you know, would have done it different. But he, he's, he's followed the same pattern for decades. Matter of fact, in 1994, he said that the FBI needs to have weapons as powerful as drug cartels and gangs. But, you know, with the push from, you know, gun reform and new laws and limiting what we have access to in 2020, he's even saying that our law enforcement shouldn't have access to what he refers to as weapons of war. It is only in the last year that he has stopped campaigning on how tough his crime bills were. He doesn't want to talk about them anymore. In 1993, he said that every major and minor crime bill since 1976 has had his name on it. If he thinks the system is broken, he should know he built it. So one of the flip-flops that you're going to see that it doesn't matter if you're Republican or Democrat or whatever, they all flip-flop on this one. But that's Supreme Court nominations during an election year. In 92, he said presidents should not name a nominee until after the November election. Okay. 2016, President Obama nominated Merrick Garland. And of course, since it was, you know, his, his administration, of course, he supports that nomination during an election year. And obviously in 2020, he wants to say that it's unconstitutional during an election year, even though it's been done at least 14 other times throughout history, which, I mean, that kind of has already established a, a precedent. So anyone flip-flopping on that doesn't make any sense to me anyway. Other than the, the crime bill, I think one of his biggest flip-flops has been on federally funded abortion. His entire career, he has supported the Hyde Amendment that prohibits taxpayer dollars from funding abortions. His entire career, he said that taxpayer money should not be used to fund abortions. Well, that's until 2019. So he said he changed his mind and he now supports it. Crazy part is that he said he still believes he was right for the past 40 years about supporting the Hyde Amendment. He said he was right, but now he's right about not supporting it. And of course, that, that couldn't have anything to do with the fact that he was the only person running for the Democratic nomination that supported the Hyde Amendment. So, you know, again, we're talking about Joe Biden, so he needs to make sure he gets those votes so he's suddenly been enlightened on not supporting the Hyde Amendment. Okay, so let's talk about same-sex marriage. 1996, Joe Biden voted in favor of the Defense of Marriage Act, which prohibits the federal government from recognizing same-sex marriage and bars such marriages from equal protection under the law. So, 2019, time to run for president. He stated that he came out on Meet the Press in 2012 supporting gay marriage before anyone else did nationally. He said that he didn't have to evolve to support it. If he didn't evolve into believing same-sex marriage should be recognized, then that just means he's changing his politics in real time to support his campaign. Fact is, the Obama-Biden ticket was getting pushback 
on their gay marriage stance. So flip-flop, let's get the votes. Next, we have Saddam Hussein and the war in Iraq. Standing in Congress in 1998, he stated, the only way to get rid of Saddam Hussein was with guys in uniforms with feet in the sand. He was, in 98, fully supportive of going to war to remove Saddam Hussein from power. In 2003, he again stated, the cost, this is in his words, the cost of not acting against Saddam Hussein would have been much greater and that the president is a bold leader and he is popular. So over a five-year period, he spent this entire time being 100% in support until asked about it again, of course, when he wants to run for president. And last year in 2019, he said that he was against the war from the moment the first bomb dropped. The man's only real principles are to change his principles. Fact of the matter is, his politics do not reflect his principles. His principles change with his politics. That is a true politician. So, how about Joe Biden's stance on fracking? Well, in 2019, during one of the primary debates, he was asked if there would be any place for fossil fuels, including coal and fracking, in a Biden administration. And, of course, he answered, we would make sure that it's eliminated. I mean, that's clear as can be. He thinks that it, it should be eliminated, and he's going to eliminate it. But in 2020, with the presidential contest, especially in places like Pennsylvania, becoming a little bit more highly contested, you know, he figures he's going to need to flip-flop during the debate itself to say that he isn't banning fracking. But when pushed by President Trump on it, he said that he would move away from it. He knows he needs every vote that he can get, but I guess he just got lost in the heat of the moment during the debate after saying that he's not going to ban fracking. Then he immediately turned around and said, admitted that he's going to move away from it, which that really still sounds a lot like banning it. And that's the, I mean, that's, that's probably the quickest flip-flop, even though it was probably unintentional, that I've heard him make. So we've talked about his flip-flops. Now let's talk about his Crocs. We'll just start, we'll just start with his education. He said that he was the only one in his class in law school that was there on a full academic scholarship. He said he was top half of his class in law school and that he graduated with three degrees. All of which he was caught lying about and had to admit it was a lie. He graduated 76th in a law class of 85 students. And, you know, this was also an an issue during his presidential campaign between his education and and flat-out, you know, plagiarism. He was basically forced out of the 1988 presidential race because of all his plagiarized speeches. And he was caught, this just wasn't one time, he, he said it was a mistake, but there's been multiple times, multiple speeches. How about back on Supreme Court nominations? He stated this year 
that he would do what prior presidents have done and only nominate a Supreme Court justice after consulting Democrats and Republicans in the U.S. Senate and seeking their advice and asking for consent. Well, we know that one's a crock. He served as a vice president under a president that made a nomination that he, as vice president, supported. And they didn't do any of of that that he says prior presidents have done. COVID, the coronavirus. He claims that he is the one that sounded the alarm about how serious COVID is. Truth is, he was still holding rallies, not wearing a mask. He was against the travel ban, and his advisors were on TV saying we weren't having a pandemic, just a fear epidemic. So claiming that, that he was the one that sounded the alarm, I mean, he, he stayed in hiding most of the spring and summer anyway, so that claim again, that's just another crock. So one of Joe Biden's biggest crocks that always makes me want to just bang my head through a wall every time I hear him talk about it, is his Silver Star War story. So Joe says he went on a military trip to Afghanistan, and while there, was asked by a general to pin a medal on a soldier who didn't want to get the medal. Problem is, he has combined about three stories into one that he was never actually involved in, and how he heard any of these stories, I don't know. It doesn't matter. But he never heard any of this directly from any of the soldiers that the three stories were about. He wasn't even involved in this at all. And every time he tells the story, it changes. The soldier's age changes. Where it happened changes. His branch of service, his rank. Everything about the story changes. And then he, he wants to say, and he, and this is one of those things he says quite often, is, my word as a Biden. Seriously, your word. I mean, he says this soldier's telling him, oh, please don't pin this on me. I don't deserve it. And all this and saying he was, he was the one participating in this story. And it's all been proven to be a complete and total fabrication. I mean, that's, that one's easy for anybody to look up. I mean, you, all, you guys, I'm not going to, to get into to details on everything that he says about it, but you really should go look up Biden's Silver Star War story and, and see everything that he said for himself, for yourselves. Let's talk about everything that Joe Biden has done for the black community and for the minority groups in the United States. Well, for one, he claims that he was arrested in South Africa. He claims he got arrested trying to see Nelson Mandela. Well, he had to come out and come clean on CNN and admit that he'd, well, I guess, as he would put it, well, I guess I wasn't really arrested. They just stopped me. Well, there's a big difference between being arrested in South Africa and just not being allowed to go somewhere. And civil rights movement? I mean, this is 1987. He said, his words again, I was not an activist. I was not out marching. I was not down in Selma. Those are quotes in 1987 from Joe Biden. Let's, let's move ahead to 1988. He claimed he marched in the civil rights movement. His words, when I marched in the civil rights movement and marched with tens of thousands of others. He also repeated this claim in 2019 during the Democratic primary. 1987, he says he wasn't an activist. He never marched. 1988, 
Well, again, you got to remember, 1988, presidential campaign claimed that he was directly involved in marching with tens of thousands of other people. I know on this one, there'll probably be some pushback on even talking about this because, you know, media doesn't want to cover this, but let's talk about Joe Biden's lies about taking money from foreign governments. I don't know if we can really classify it as a lie, but it's, it's close enough. He may not have taken money directly himself, but there is enough proof available now that money was being taken by his family on his behalf. The whole thing is, this is a lie, but nobody's going to cover it. Nobody's going to call him out on it. And he's not disputing any of the facts of any of the emails. All he's, all he's saying is this is just a diversion tactic by the Trump campaign. Not denying that some of this stuff isn't true, just isn't going to talk about it. Lastly, with a lot of focus being on health care with, you know, Judge, well, Justice, Amy Coney Barrett's confirmation and saying that she's going to do away with the uh, Affordable Care Act and all of that. Let's talk about that for a second and what he's claimed. And I mean, the Biden, the Obama-Biden administration's claimed. He claimed, along with President Obama, that health care premiums wouldn't go up, and that we could keep our insurance, and we could keep our doctors, all of which was completely untrue. I personally had to change my primary care provider, my health insurance company changed my policy, and I had to get a policy with a higher premium and less coverage. Even President Obama's staff that worked on this health care plan, Obamacare, even they, they've even said that, that they knew that this is what was going to happen. The most amazing thing to me about all of his flip-flops and crocs is back in the 1980s, the media was hard on Joe Biden for his lies and dishonesty and plagiarism, and now they just want to sweep it all under the rug. His excuse was always he does dumb things and will continue to do dumb things. He said that himself. It was even said during the 1980s by someone that, you know, if, if someone continues to do dumb things like all those lies and dishonesty and plagiarism, if someone is so dumb that they're going to continue to do those dumb things, they're too dumb to be president. Nothing has changed since the 1980s. He is still the same Joe Biden. He still makes up stories, still lies about his records. He continues to do dumb things. The American people were smart enough not to vote for him before. We need to be smart enough again. <laughs>